back and we 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 back What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Brunch Breakdown. What up? Guys, what's going on? What's happening, boys? What's happening, boys? Good to see you. Good to see you, Carl. <laughs> and good to be back with you at the table, of course. It is really good. I'm so happy to be here for a regular Brunch Breakdown. I feel like it's been, we had the episode without Chris, then we had the brunchies, and now right. we've got finally in 2017, we have a real Brunch Breakdown. Things are back. back in our lane. Yeah. Yeah, back in the lane. It I'm feels excited. good. Feel good to be driving HOV with you boys. So <laughs> <laughs> back on a regular schedule. And uh no shortage of topics once again. No. We uh we come loaded. We come loaded this week and a lot to get through, a lot to catch up on. We really almost have like four weeks worth of topics. You're right, because of the the wildly successful brunchy awards. If you missed that episode, we encourage you to go back and listen to it, but once again, a full menu, a full plate. Hope you have your empty stomachs. Yeah, and 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 once again, we're we're gonna have some leftovers today. I'm pretty yeah, sure. there's no question. Pretty no, sure we that's have happening. to schedule another uh, leftovers episode. But uh, should I go through the the menu today? Give them the rundown. Let them know what the specials Knock are today. Out, Chris. All right. Well, first off, Didi is over there on the west coast. What Dan up? Dan and I are over here on the east coast, and uh, we're about. To, to get started, running through the menu, like like Dan said, we have like four weeks of topics here, but uh, brunch food, what have you had recently? I think that applies to the podcast, so we're going to talk <laughs> about that. Um, our, our favorite soccer team in all of the land, Freedom High School. Cool. Freeport. No, Freeport. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I, we love the high school so much. got over this. God, we don't know we their had name. A debate, we had a debate, and... Uh, I knew I was going to screw it up. Uh, they're back at it again. Did brunch inspire another victory? Uh, we've got the answer for you coming up. Uh, so be sure to stay tuned for that. New Year's Eve. We haven't gotten to touch base because after New Year's, we went straight to the brunchies. And we haven't talked about our New Year's Eves yet. So I'm going to go into that. We have picked a new TV show that we are going to review. I'm not going to tell you what it is now because we're going to tell you what it is in a little bit, and then you can look forward to those recaps each episode. Um, Mm -hmm. Donald Trump had a press conference. Yes. Uh, The the Chargers (laughs) moved to Los Angeles. Um, Didi is going to tell us how it's possible, I think, to watch every sports team in L.A. uh, and, and keep up with all of it. What else is here? Uh, we have another would you rather have life question. Um, and Mozart. Yeah, Mozart. He's in the news. Yeah, that's right. Other things we're obviously going to get to uh, what we're listening to this week or this month, really. <laughs> and then uh, we have some quick bites that maybe we'll get to. Maybe there'll be leftovers. You got to stay tuned to find out if that happens. So that's like those what little we've dessert got. shooters. Like they're just a quick bite. Like you can take it, you can yeah. handle it. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shots. They're they're pretty much shots Shot, this week. Shots. We have so many pretty topics. Um, but yeah, we're gonna get all into all that uh, here in just a second. Quickly, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We are on iTunes and SoundCloud. You can also follow us on uh, basically all the social medias at Brunch Breakdown. We're on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Didi is on Twitter at Didi is bored, 
Dan is on Twitter at SteelCityDan22. And I am Chris. I am on Twitter at Chris underscore Gates. Uh, the first topic is brunch food, gentlemen, and I will throw it over uh, to you. Whoever you are. I don't know which one wants to start. <laughs> Whoever yeah, you like, may be. Who are you throwing it to? The okay, audience? Both of you talk at the same time. Go. All right. Uh, okay, sweet. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, here's, I'll go first because I kind of teased this a couple weeks ago on the brunch yes. breakdown about how hyped I was for New Year's Day brunch. I went to brunch at this place called the Penthouse at the Huntley Hotel on New Year's Day. Me, Siobhan, uh, Francois was there, and a bunch of other people, and we went to this place. The view's insane of this place first off. It's the top of this hotel. You're just overlooking Santa Monica. You're overlooking the beach, and the food was incredible. $25 bottomless mimosas, and I, I mean... I got tore up. I'm not gonna lie to you. Ooh, I'm not gonna lie to you. It was it, it was done. Like I I was pretty much done. Had some sangria too, and I'm not joking, guys. Like I I can't. I got home and I passed out. It was like seven o'clock p.m. on the floor. We got the footage. Ow. We have direct video footage. It's uh very exclusive footage sent Oof. to Chris and I directly of Oof. you, literally as you said, passed out on the floor yeah. in your own apartment. Somewhere between the hours of 7.30 p.m. and 8.30 p.m. Western yeah, boy. time. Um, wow. I mean, I can't say I blame you. $25 bottle of samosa. It was the happiest pass out I've ever had in my life. Like, it was, I felt amazing. I, I, was, it was the, I was just on cloud nine. It was 2017, and I was just bringing it in with a basically all-day brunch extravaganza. And it was Yeah, how long, it was great. How long were you there? Oh, we were there. I mean... I want to say we got Dang. there around eleven <laughs> thirty, maybe. We were there till probably three, and then we like walked around the Third Street Promenade uh, because Slaw had never been to, never been around there in Santa Monica. So we just were walking around Santa Monica, went to some shops, like, and then a couple of us like bought some stuff, and I know he bought some stuff, and then we went to another place, and that's probably what the mistake was. Like, having that other glass of sangria was probably not the best choice. Probably should have went straight home. But, you know, when your boy's in town, it's like, you know, you do things. And, uh, yeah, and I, I regret that last sangria. So, but regardless, good day. Great brunch food. Um, I had a burger, some egg on it. It's amazing stuff. And, uh, yeah, and we had some great pancakes, too. The penthouse of the Huntley Hotel. That is my new spot that I will take everyone that I take that I'm taking everyone to. So you come to wow. LA, you're going to the penthouse. All right, <laughs> nice. I'll be on my way. Um, <laughs> tremendous. I, I don't have nearly as good of a story. A little lacking in brunch the last couple of weeks, to be honest. I mean, I hit up the old E and P, the Eaton Park, for you. Uh, for those bad. that are in <laughs> exclusive. Never bad. Never bad right. Never bad. Never bad. Um, and I actually. What I did get, though, was fantastic. New to their menu, it was a, uh, Chris, one of your favorites, a breakfast burrito. There you go. Egg burrito. There you go. Had a couple of meats in there. I think uh, some ground sausage, bacon, and chorizo. And there was this, quote, unquote, the special, the magic sauce, the special sauce, whatever it is. Just puts it all together. Magic. Get some home fries in there. (laughs) Good day to you, sir. And that was a great day. So the new breakfast burrito at Eaton Park. It's the Steel Wait, City plug of the week. There's home fries in there? No, not oh, in. Oh, okay. But I, I kind of just... That's... 
I went fork. I know it's a burrito. I ate it with a fork because I don't feel like a hooligan, <laughs> you know, because I was That's interesting there. because I, I do the, like breakfast burritos. I eat with a fork, but any other burrito I eat with my hands. Hand. Well, right. It depends I, if I'm the same way. It depends if they're wet or not. You know what I mean? Like if it's a wet burrito. Like, that's the difference. Because, like, if it has, like, a bunch of stuff. Because when it comes at restaurants, usually has, like, some kind of topping on it. You can't pick it up. Right. Yeah, that's That's true. a good point. You know what I mean? But, you know, breakfast burritos, I guess it could go either way. But, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't mind eating burritos any different way. There are certain things that, like, I, I judge people hard if I see them eating it with, like, there are some people who, like, pat down pizza before they eat it. Like oh, with the I napkin. hate that. Oh, so like, like slap them in the fries. face. I see people do that with French fries too. Like, oh. come on. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> and then there's people who eat like. Have you ever seen somebody eat chicken wings with a fork? No. No. Dude, like with bone, like bo- bone chicken wings. Yeah, with a fork. Bone. Like. <laughs> but with a fork, have you ever seen someone do I've that? I've never seen that. It is uh-uh. the hardest thing I've ever watched in my life. I like literally. I wanted to slap a chicken wing out of this kid's hand. Like, I was like, what? You're, you're doing this wrong. Like, you know you're doing this wrong. Like, who are you trying to impress right now? Like, yeah. I judge hard when That's it's people, wild. certain people eat food, but not burritos, though. You can eat a burrito. You can get the knife and fork out. You can do it whatever way you want. Because at the end of a burrito, I always feel the stupidest, regardless, anyways, because it's like when I'm holding a burrito. <laughs> Mm. And I'm not going to visualize this because Dan will say something awful about it. But anyway, at the end of a burrito, it's like it all falls apart. So then you're just, I feel like I'm struggling to keep it together and like put it in my mouth. It's it's a mess. (laughs) (laughs) There it is. Yeah. I didn't even have to say anything. (laughs) Damn it. Oh, you walked right into that one. That was beautiful. Well done. Real mature, Dan. Real mature. <laughs> Struggling to keep it all together in your hands. So hard. <laughs> oh, man, oh man. Well, Chris, can you top that? Did you have you had any good brunch lately? Damn it. I feel like we should have What played... have you had in your mouth lately, Chris? <laughs> I feel like we should have played Drake's doing it wrong as like a, a like a track underneath everything Didi just said. I'll mark it down. <laughs> Post production. Uh <sighs> No, I'm, I, I actually haven't been out to brunch in a long time, but I have been like just for for regular breakfast or brunch I make at home. I've been on a uh, over medium egg kick, a Ooh, little over whoa. over medium egg. Put it on top of a, a bagel with some butter. Bagel. I'm, People I'm hate the way what? I say. It. I know, I know. We I feel bagel. like we've talked about this like four times on this show already, Dan. You disapprove of the way I say certain things, okay? I disapprove of the way you wear your headphones to protect your hair. Okay, we all have things. <laughs> it's a long day ahead. I just it looks good. I got I can't be Listen, messing it up. I, I respect see people that today. as a guy that's had a buzz cut since third grade. I don't know that struggle. You don't. I you don't. don't. The struggle's so real. But yeah, I've been doing over medium eggs, uh, and I don't know. That's basically it. I, I'm in a little bit of a brunch catastrophe because I haven't been out to brunch in a while. Well, you gotta get on that catastrophe, man. Brunch alert, brunch emergency. But I think uh, me and fiance Katie do have a couple targets because um, there are. It seems like every week a new uh, microbrewery is popping up around yeah. town in Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. and a lot of them are doing uh, brunch now with like their custom brews. So. Uh, we do have a couple places uh, on the on the list that we hope to get to soon. So hopefully I'll have I'll, I'll end the catastrophe and have some that we can talk about. I keep Dude, reading like, about that. Me, 
I feel like I keep reading about that. I see like articles on like Facebook that people share and stuff about Pittsburgh opening all these like microbreweries and um, different places like that. Yeah. Yeah, they're all over the place now, like to the point where I can't keep track of them. It used to be like, oh, yeah, there's the one in the yeah. West End and there's one in the Strip. And now it's like, OK, there's 12 in the Strip. <laughs> uh, there's seven in Mount Lebanon. Like I can't keep Sweet. track. Did you? Oh, this is an aside. We don't have to talk about it very long. But did you hear Keurig is going to be start making like home uh, beer brewery like things with K-cups or something? Yes. There's no way that tastes good. I I don't, dude, I don't know, because I had, all right, so, because they now have Keurig Cold. Have you guys ever seen a Keurig Cold machine that has, like, that has, like, the soda canisters or whatever? Well, I always thought that might be a decent idea, and one day I was in Target, and they were, and there was someone doing, like, samples, like, on the weekends, there's, just like, people doing, you know, sampling all these products. Well, this lady had, like, she had, like, cold, you know, the, the pop ones, and she had the, um... And she had like the margarita mix. Of course, she didn't have tequila in the thing. But I was, but like, so we tried it, and I was like, "This tastes amazing! Like, it mm-hmm. literally tastes incredible! Like, it's just, wow. it was just like either Coke or Pepsi products, whatever it was." And I had like cherry Coke or cherry Pepsi, and it was super good. And then she like made the strawberry margarita one, and I was like, "This tastes super good." So I don't know. Maybe it'll taste good. I'm not, you know, maybe it'll taste better. I'm not sure. Um. But I just don't know how beer is going to hold up in a K-cup. Like, what's going to be the expiration date on a, on a beer K-cup? You know what I mean? I, no I don't even understand how, the, how, that, how you get that together to make it work. It, yeah, I don't. It sounds extremely strange. Yeah. Is it, is it, I can't remember, and maybe Chris, you do because you're, you're saying it, is that, is it beer or is it mixed drinks? I thought I saw maybe it was mixed no, drinks, but I don't know. I saw I saw it, it specifically is beer. about beer. I didn't read into like every last detail about it, but I said that or I I read that beer was like part of the equation. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. I hope I mean that's that machine should be large because if it's just like <laughs> yeah. this little cure you're like, yeah. I don't know. You're just I don't know what you what's going on in there. What does she even do back there? <laughs> I, I never know. What she do? <laughs> um yeah, we'll have to investigate that yeah. for sure. We'll have to get a prototype of the brunch breakdown. And the, the Keurig and the Keurig cold machines are bigger than like they're not like small. Like well, Keurig could be super small, and then there's mm-hmm. like, but they're they're pretty big. Like the the cold ones, at least the one that I saw, like probably maybe a year ago or something. Like it's it's pretty big. Okay, we'll have to investigate investigate a little bit more. That could be. Extremely intriguing. Well, that's to our taste test list, which actually we need to do. Yeah, we got to set a date on Boys, that. We got to figure that out <laughs> very quickly here. Sorry, um, Tyler. But <laughs> yeah, but uh, let's uh, let's move along uh, onto our uh, first real topic of the day. Our brunch soccer team is back at it again. Yo. Did the brunch inspire another victory? Chris, you have the exclusive on this. Yeah. Tell the people what do you know? What do you know about Freeport? Free, Girl thank soccer you. team. Yes. Thank you. Because uh, <laughs> I was going to screw that up again. Um, yeah, so a few episodes ago, we found out that a at that Freeport High School, uh, their girls' soccer team uh, went to brunch and then had, like, a big upset victory. And they were like, oh, did brunch inspire, like, you know, this this – insane win that we had uh the guy that wrote the story a close friend of the brunch breakdown classy doug glassy writes for the trib here in pittsburgh passed the story along said you got to talk about this well i heard from doug uh just before christmas and he gave me an update on our brunch soccer team 
that uh, they went uh, before their Whippeal semifinal game, which Whippeal is like the high school league in Pittsburgh for those that aren't from here. Uh, so they had a semifinal game. They went to Smokin' Toads, I guess, for brunch before that semifinal game, and they won. Then they got to the finals. They did yes. not go to brunch, and they lost. Stop. Now there's more. But wait, there's more. Because <laughs> we wondered that. We're like, well, they have yeah. to go before the championship game. Wow. Yeah. But, oh, so they didn't, they didn't win the city championship, but they did advance on to the state playoffs. Uh, before their first state playoff game, they went to brunch, and they won that state playoff game. Uh, and he said, so a long story short, brunch is for winners. Wow. And I think that should be the title. That might be the title of this episode, Brunch is for Winners. Wow. It is right now. Shout out to Doug Glassy for keeping us uh, up to date on that story. Because we literally yeah, took, and it was so funny the way that he was responding to me losing my mind on Twitter about it. Because he was like, <laughs> it's really just like one line in the story. Like, it's really just one <laughs> yeah. line. I'm like, no, it's not. It's your whole story, Doug. It's your whole story. <laughs> Yeah, the, the story was about them winning the game, and that line was just in there. And Didi read that line, and he was like, "This just in: brunch inspires victory." Like, totally rewrote the story. <laughs> I was like, "Doug, you're burying the lead. Like, you're burying the lead. Like, what are you doing?" It's true because yeah, they were like going up against the team. If you remember that, they didn't think that they had a good chance of yeah. of of winning against, and they changed up. Uh, their routine a little bit and went to brunch the first time and thought that that would work and it did and then why would you who's the idiot that's... let the Whippio game go we're gonna let the championship game go because <sighs> you made the right decision following up Freeport girls soccer team and congratulations on your uh, on your state uh, victory there your state uh, I guess playoff victory I wonder what happened ever since then because that was a couple weeks ago Freedom are you right? sure it's Freeport yeah <laughs> Because I feel like then in the first episode that we talked about this, I screwed it up then too. Because I, I feel like I very much remember saying that there that Freedom High School needs to give them the freedom to have brunch. No, I think that's who they beat. Oh, okay. Then that's ridiculous. <laughs> that's too let me, uh Let me see if I can confirm that well, for you. Well, it's not important, but I, yeah. it's, it's, it's huge. Facts don't I like, matter. I like that you – yeah, I, now I believe you. It's one of the two schools, so we're shouting them both out. Shout out Freedom. Yeah. Shout out Freeport. Shout out Free Fallen. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Freedom is the, the team that they matched up against in the Whippeal Championship game that they lost to because Freeport didn't go to brunch. Perhaps Freedom did get the Freedom for brunch, and they took the step ahead, and that's why that they won. I don't know. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. And the last time stuff. they played Freedom, they had brunch before it, and they beat them. There you go. I don't know Anyhow. who decided not to have brunch before the game, before the championship game. I don't know. Yeah. Like, Obviously, that would have been like, uh, should we get brunch again? And somebody probably said no. Because that's the story. Like You get benched. That's your 30 for 30 short right there. Is like, who decided not to have brunch before the championship <laughs> game? You know what they need to, they need to have uh, this next season? Uh, kind of. This is kind of inspired by the movie Basketball, but they need to have a dozen egg night so that uh, they can stock up on eggs and then have no excuse to not have brunch. Everybody bring a dozen eggs to the game. I'm in. Home opener. Have a dozen egg night, and then that team can brunch all year long. We'll, 
we'll do a live brunch breakdown at the game. Yeah, pre-game. Dean will fly in I'm for in. that. We will do it. Let's make it right? happen. We'll do it live. There, we're sending it out, Freeport. Now it's on your end. Ball's in your court or in your side of the field if we're playing the soccer. Yeah, pun. and we'll just um, trash Freedom. We'll just Excuse trash me. Freedom High School just the entire episode. Yeah, forget them. What losers? Losers. <laughs> it's all about Freeport. All right. Good stuff. Well, thanks to Classy Doug Galassi, of course. Life in the Class Lane, his new book coming out some year, sometime. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've been giving him that title for like a decade now. That is I, a great I can't wait for that title. book to come out. That is amazing. I just want a little shout out, like on the inside, the back flap, whatever. Uh, Life in the Class <laughs> Lane with Classy Doug Galassi. <laughs> You're going to write the foreword. Yeah, yes, that's all I ask. That's all I ask. Um, all right, let's, uh, as we slide into DMs, slide down the menu here onto topic number three. Recapping New Year's Eve. We got a little bit about Dee Dee's uh, New Year's, but uh, what'd you guys do? Where'd you go? Are you, was it a, an out night? Did you stay in, go to a house party? How did New Year's unfold for both of yins? Chris, you go first. Okay. Um, I do realize I just did what you did by calling out you, and then that was both of you. See, so. it happened. Chris. Uh, we, me and fiance Katie, went to uh, our friend Christy and Tyler's, uh, their house. And they norm- they have a New Year's party every year, so we went up there for that. Uh, Tyler is the Tyler that we mentioned uh, when we constantly say we have yet to do any taste tests. So uh, luckily, Tyler did not scream at me for not doing the taste tests yet. I, wow. We we somehow managed to avoid that topic, which helped me survive. But, uh, yeah, we had a good time. It was fun. All right, so, Chris, you guys were in. House party. Dee Dee. I imagine, uh, well, you were, you, were recap- you were recovering from brunch there a little bit. It was brunch the day after. Brunch was the day after. That was on New Year's Day. But New Year's okay. Eve, we went to see uh, one of my favorite stand-ups, Joe Coy. I love Joe Coy so much. Oh, He's nice. one of the funniest touring comedians. If he ever comes close to anyone anywhere like you just just go because he's just super funny and um we went to see him and uh then we went to ruth chris steakhouse and just had you know amazing steaks at like a 12 ounce filet i was happy then um (laughs) and then my girlfriend left me and slaw she left us she was like i'm good have a good night, guys. And then we just like did she make it to midnight? Yeah, and then we just yeah she did. And then we just went to the bar and just like you know hung out for a bit. It was really it was a great New Year's. It was just like it was super chill. It was just like comedy show, ate some steaks, and now I'm like, yeah, I like this New Year's. Like give me give me steaks every New Year's, and I'm good. Like you know, but uh, yeah, so it was it was low key. What'd you do, Dan? Not bad. Well, for me, it, it, it almost got pretty interesting Uh-oh. because uh, the night before didn't go too well. And uh, Dan and his Wait, stomach didn't the think they were going to make it. Oh, okay, okay. All right. Yeah. It was, it was UFC fight was on, watching it with some people, having some drinks. I had a couple too many. Okay. <laughs> um, so I was DED, dead on my ass. For the majority of the day, the, uh, the, uh, of the 31st. Wait, so go back. Did you just say D-E-D, dead on dead. my ass? That doesn't... D-E-D, dead. The, okay, all right, because I thought you were no, like... No, yeah, I wasn't trying to do... Yeah, uh, I thought... I was like, that's, that, that makes no free. sense. <laughs> I was, dead on my just, ass would be Doma. Yeah. Ooh, Doma. I like Doma. <laughs> Start Doma. the story again and say Doma. All right, I'll do that. 
So I was Doma, <laughs> dead on my ass. Much better. On the 31st and didn't think I was going to make New Year's Eve, which would have been devastating because me and a couple of friends, we bought tickets to go to, you know, you got to get buy these tickets to get yeah. into these places. Nowadays, we went downtown Pittsburgh. Um, so couldn't eat anything, couldn't drink anything, had no energy, had no nothing. I, it was struggle city. It was struggle city. And I'm trying to enjoy the football games that are on. Fortunately, put the rally cap on around five o'clock or so, started to feel less than dead, which was great. <laughs> um, was able to finally eat something, drink normal liquids, and then suited up and got out there. Got out there and did it and uh, felt, I don't know if great's the word, but good. <laughs> and uh, had a good time. We good went enough. down to the Steel Cactus down on the south side of Pittsburgh. Uh, they had a pretty pretty cool setup. They had a couple, uh, couple of DJs there on different floors. And it was nice because when they have, like, ticketed events, it's not, like, jam-packed with people. You know, they can they cap the number of people that are in there. So it was uh, uh, pretty comfortable. But, uh, yeah, good evening. Interesting evening. Uh, I'll leave some details out. But, uh why? The, the, the hardest Why are you part about details what? out. Yeah, who? What are you protecting? Who like, are you, you want protecting? your employer to find out about it? You are your employer. <laughs> yeah, like tell us when I run about for the office, evening, I Dan. To come tell out. us. Oh, Dan, if you run for office, there's already enough incriminating evidence yeah. on, on. I know. On don't do it. Internet. I know. I don't feel yeah, good and about cause, it. Because honestly, if someone pays me the right amount, I'm just going to tell everything. So it's like, it's <laughs> letting you know right now. Like, I'll say right, I'm sorry. So... I'll take you out to dinner. Like whatever. But like, I'm, I'm, you know, someone calls me for information. They say the right number. <laughs> sorry, man. All right. Good to know. It means I either have to beat that number or kill you. Yeah, one of the two. Um, one, one of the, of the other. Two. <laughs> All right. No, it wasn't anything too. Uh, Two out there. There's some ladies that like my dance moves. That's all I'm gonna say. That's that's fair, and that's actually a regular occurrence. In that is life, true. Man. It is. It is. Um, the worst part about New Year's Eve is the Uber ride home <laughs> or the Lyft ride home because the surcharge game that you, you end up playing, and there was definitely a game to be played. And I I, I had going into it, I, I had I was like, okay, peeps. I think our window is probably like 1 to one fifteen because right after midnight, it's going to be crazy. And at like 2 a.m., it'll be nuts. So get somewhere in the middle around 1, one fifteen. I live like 20-ish, less than 20 minutes from where we were in the city. And at one point, the ride would have cost $75. Oh. And I actually got a, a, a quick side story because we, we talked to our, our driver on the way down about like what he thought would be a good time. So the worst I've ever seen was when the uh, Verizon network went down one time on a Friday night at like 1 a.m. and then came back on at 1.45 a.m. And so everybody that was trying on the Verizon network (laughs) came on at the same time. And every Lyft (laughs) or Uber driver that was on the Verizon network all all activated at the same time. 800% surcharges. Oh, my God. He, he drove somebody that would took, I think it was a 22-minute drive, cost $176. Oh, my God. Walk home. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Just insane. Absolutely insane. That's the worst I've ever seen it. Uh, he goes, but at a night t- like tonight, you might see four or five, 600% surcharges. So we managed to get home on, on uh, a $60 ride. He split out a couple of people. It's, it's not so bad, but that's the worst part about those uh, – Oof. Those big celebrations down with lots of people is trying to get out of there at a reasonable time and uh, a reasonable price, I suppose. But 
Better than the old way we used oh to do my it. God. I suppose it's again sixty dollars is cheaper than a night in jail. So <laughs> I told family over Christmas about like how I used to hitch a ride with jitneys. Yeah. Back to like Oakland and stuff like that back in the day, and they were like, "I can't believe you're alive." <laughs> The thing is, it was not as dangerous as people would think it was. Like, I think, I think it was dangerous, but like, we just weren't thinking about that. See, I don't think it was that dangerous. I just think it were it was people. Did you get into strangers' cars? Do you remember? Okay, here's the thing. Do you remember there were jitneys? Like, there were several jitneys that there was like a jitney operation that was just basically running out of some lady's house. Because I remember having a card and calling like her, and this was basically just calling her house, and then she would be like, "All right, I'll have one of my guys go." Yep. It was just like a cab service, like literally, like <laughs> it's just like a hooker, man. The thing that- <laughs> Because the thing that Uber did was just basically just like say, all right, like there's all these jitney services all over the country or there's just jitneys all over the country. People just taking people home. We're just going to regulate it. That's all a jitney is. That's all Uber is. Is a jitney service. It's all it is. Because I had numbers. Yeah, but they screen the the people at least. So, you know, you're not getting there with a murderer. Dude. You're going to get muck ducked Dude, I in the backseat. We don't know. <laughs> I just never thought – I don't think I was ever in a jitney where I was in a scary situation. I was in a cab a couple times where I was in a scary situation. I was never sure, in a jitney where true. I was in a scary situation. A, a cab always took me home. It was like – I mean a jitney always took me home. And I well, was – I told, I told family about how we had this one number on file for a guy with a minivan we nope. called the Magic Carpet. And yes, the look on my family's faces <laughs> was just pure terror. I told them, yeah, it was this guy that we just, like, had his number. We knew he would pick us up for a flat rate. And, like, he had a minivan. And he stripped out all the seats in the back. And he put down a carpet. And we all sat in his minivan. And he took us places. And they're like, oh, my God. I'm so thankful you're alive. Dude, he would take as wow. many he would take as many of us as possible, too. That was the cool thing about it. He didn't care yeah. how many people were with us. He was just like, just pack it in. And, and I was like, and I told him, I was like, yeah, we felt like it, we were like, in the movie Aladdin, because we had been pre-gaming, and then we were just flying on a magic carpet <laughs> down to the south side. <laughs> yep. He's trying to sneak you over the border or something. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> the border. <laughs> Bunch of monkeys. Dude, man, oh, Jitneys, man. man. I, I, like, Jitneys were fine, were fine by me, you know, helping people out. All right. People helping people. Mm-hmm. People helping people. There you go. <laughs> It's all a big maple syrup conglomerate now. Um, <laughs> all right, let's uh, let's move along to a uh, a much-awaited segment regarding our new television show. We've been looking for one for quite some time. We had a little bit of an internal debate, and let's introduce you to our new segment. Nick, 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 Nick. We live our life like some bachelor. Diamonds on me like a bachelor. Found a moment like a bachelor. That's right. We're talking about The Bachelor, Nick, and all the girls. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know how the two of you convinced me to make this the show. Uh, I understand because you both really kind of, your, your significant others watch the show. That's how uh, we Believe it or not, you. I don't go out of my way to watch this show. <laughs> So it was an addition for me. Listen, yeah, we don't go out of our way either. We're no. forced to watch it. 
Yes. So we might as well like make it part of the podcast so we feel like there's some purpose for sitting there and watching this show. Yeah. My vote was for the Celebrity Apprentice because that's pretty entertaining to me. That show I can watch, but and I And you also I get have it. freedom, Dan. Okay? You have freedom Freeport. to do it's that. Freeport. Some, some <laughs> 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 you have Freeport, okay? That's true. That's true. It's a long show, though. First yeah, of all, dude, this is the first ever season long. that I've watched. I will admit it. It's the first ever season it's that I've long. watched. So a lot of this is just like, dude, mm, okay. And, and they'll, they'll surprise you with like, oh, this week there's going to be two episodes of it. And they're both two hours long. And yep. it's like, I'm not, ready, I'm not for ready for this. I didn't plan for this. Yeah. It's crazy. It is. It's insane. So, yeah, this is my first season. I guess both of you have at least watched a previous season of this mm-hmm. and are familiar with uh, The Bachelor himself, Nick. Is that correct? Yeah. Well, actually, yeah, I guess. I watched the last season, just about every episode with fiance Katie, and I watched some of the previous season to that. Not the whole thing, though. But, yeah, I knew that, like, this guy had been on the show a bunch before. See, I didn't know that the dude had been on the show like three times. I didn't know that because I had just because I mean, I had heard it because like the thing with me and The Bachelor, like I will watch like the first episode because I think that's all hilarious. Like the whole like the girls coming out of the limo and that whole thing. I think the first episode's super funny. And then there's always like one girl who gets like super drunk and does whatever. And I think always find that to be funny. And then I watch like the last episode just to watch how dumb that is. And everyone's crying and I just can make fun of it and I can live tweet it. So, but I did not know that he was on the show. This is his fourth time on a bachelor program. Like, yeah, you think he'd be like, yeah, I'm going to stick to Tinder, man. This isn't working. (laughs) Like, that's too much like i don't know i had such an issue with that i was like why why is this guy on here this many times and then everybody that like i talked to after that first episode they were like oh yeah like and everybody hey no one had anything good to say about him like right yeah didn't they at first he came off yeah people hated him at first and then like oh but i saw you in bachelor of paradise and you're just a really honest guy Like, I, is that, I mean, is that true? I don't know. I guess that's the big thing is about he's kind of changed his, his uh, persona a little bit. Dude. I don't know. I mean, listen, Brett Michaels got like seven Rock of Loves. True. Uh, there was, Great there show. were like four flavor, Fla- uh, yeah, flavor of loves. loves. So, you know about what? four too many. We, we, this is an uncharted territory, so why not? That was a great time. So it's been interesting. Dude. It's, yeah, it's been. For the love of Ray J? It's wild. <sighs> oh, he's on a cooking show now. Yeah, I saw that. Oh, yeah. Not going to watch that one. Seems like uh, everybody's really excited about it. Yeah. Shots to Ray J. Uh, so we're, Sexy K I and I is still two... fire song. Yeah, dude. <laughs> we're, uh, we're two episodes in. We're still, still getting to know a lot of these girls. They started off with like 30, right? And that seemed like, I guess, more than usual. Yeah. And now they're down to 22 or 21, I believe. So eventually, probably the next episode... We're going to have a draft, and we're going to pick uh, the women of our choosing based on who we think is going to win. Not should win, but based on who we think is going to win. So since it, we're still far out, we don't know enough about it, I think we'll wait and probably do that next episode. So we look forward to our draft, and that will help us recap this week after week. But i I got to be honest with you guys. The first episode, I'm just like, gosh, how many weeks is this show that I have to watch? <laughs> like, holy hell. And then the second episode this past week, I was like, all right, I'm, I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. Um, yeah. So overall, I mean, let's, 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 let's talk about Corinne. Let's do it. 
She's let's talk about it. She's 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 speaking of all in. She's all in in a number of psychotic <laughs> ways. But what what are your initial thoughts on Corinne and her kind of game plan? I guess until like okay, so mostly through the first episode, I was like, oh wow, she's gonna win this thing, and that was basically yeah. by just seeing her once. I was like, yep, she's winning this thing. But now she's like the del- she's like the the villain. Now she's like the villain in the she turned heel in the show. Yeah. So like I don't know if she's going to um if she's gonna win this thing but uh but she's fun to watch and she has a um would she say she's a platinum pussy so um <laughs> shouts to uh, corinne she's a multi-million company co- dollar company that she got from daddy that she runs and all this chris i would love to hear your thoughts on corinne was bow wow on sexy can i <laughs> no <laughs> Chris, I don't know if you're listening to what we're saying. No, that was um, that was. <laughs> or was it Youngberg? Youngberg, that was it. Youngberg, dude, where is Youngberg? Dude, that is a very good question. Where huh. is Youngberg? <sighs> no, I don't. I care so much more about playing sexy can I in my head than talking about this show. <laughs> well, we have to talk about. It I know we week. do. I know we do. But Didi said the song, and so you can't play. Let me let me do this. Let me do it. this. What does fiance Katie think of Corinne? You can give us. You know that what? Perspective. I I should. I don't. I don't have that. But yeah, I should have like a fiance Katie. You should talk to her. You mean? <laughs> we don't talk. <laughs> you watch the show for two hours in straight silence, and you don't say anything to each other. No, I mean like. like I don't want to say it and be wrong because Katie listens to the show. Um, I I should each week like be going into the show be be like okay we need the fiance Katie recap and then I can bring that to the episodes that's a good idea yeah I think that's but, a good yeah idea I I mean yeah. every show's got to have a a villain right and the villain never ends up actually lasting but they the producers probably tell them to keep the villain around for as long as they can so that people continue to watch. Uh, and be puzzled by why the villain continues to stay on the show. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. That's, and that's, that's fun. The, the last episode, yeah. there was some dude, uh, or the last episode, the last season of The Batch. Well, no, that was The Bachelorette. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was some dude, I forget his name, and he was like, he was like, um, I mean, he was he was like clinically insane. Like this guy had like roid rage. Like he was like a like a like a bodybuilder dude who would be like, everybody would be inside talking. He'd be outside like bench pressing rocks and like doing oh, pull ups on like different types of equipment that like they didn't have any workout equipment there. He was just outside doing it. And then he would like he would eat um he would eat just like handfuls of like deli meat and stare at people. And like he was clearly crazy, but they kept him around for like seventy percent of the season because people were watching that dude. So the villain is part of it, man. I like that. It is, yeah. It's definitely got to go into making these selections with these girls, and definitely more reason to keep them around. Uh, yeah, at first I was with you, Didi. I was like, man, this girl's gonna win. She's yeah, gonna win. She's she's she ain't here to make friends, is what. And and they're not not supposed to be. But yeah. After uh, the the second episode, there I'm like, oh, she's kind of really crazy. Okay, <laughs> um, like I get her game plan. She's totally right. She's totally right. But it's like, you're gonna play that role. All right, bring it on. Knows what come know know what comes with it. And here's the thing, I predict she'll go far. She won't win. She's gonna be the next Bachelorette. Am I right? It's possible, yeah. but like even if she was, even if she wasn't the villain, like I'm pretty sure, like 
at some point he would be like, well, you run a company and you're too into your business and I, I wouldn't be able to date you. Right? Is she really the villain though? Because she's what, just interrupting people a lot of times? Like, because she wants to spend time with the guy? Like, we'll wouldn't you out. want someone that to do that for you? I that's mean, normally how it starts. That's how it starts. Maybe she'll have some kind of turn and she'll become, you know, she'll be, she'll become some sweetheart or something like that. Who knows? But right now, that is what she is. Like, she's the one that leads all the commercials. She, like, her confessionals are hilarious. Like, that platinum pussy line is, was, was the most funny, was the funniest thing from that first episode. Like, it's the first, that's the mm-hmm. funniest thing from the, you know, it's only been a couple weeks of the season, but that's the funniest line since then. She's got it. Like, you know, she's that, that, no, no, she's, she's the villain for sure. We'll see if it changes, but. And then the other big one is, uh, is Liz, <laughs> who had a, a history with Nick at a wedding. We heard about like that, like 80 times an episode. It's like, we understand we're watching. We get it. Yeah. And she gets escorted off the show because he kind of has the intention. He thinks that maybe she had the intentions of just trying to get on TV because he had opportunities to get his phone number or, or whatever, meet up with him some other time, some other way. Were you surprised? I was surprised by that. Were either of you guys surprised that she was gone that quickly? I thought she was going to be around, but I, I thought guess- it was kind of creepy. She was there. Yeah, like... Oh, you thought it was creepy she was yeah, there? Yeah, it was yeah. weird she was there, and I thought it was funny. I thought it was super funny that he didn't remember who she was. And <laughs> yeah. even whenever he, <laughs> like, first. acted like he did, you could tell, like, it was just, like, when you see a girl at the, at the like, the club that you made, like, you made out with, like, a couple weeks ago, and then it was, like, and you're just, like, wait. And then she's, like, hey, you remember me? Like, what's up? Hey. And you're, like, hey, yeah, you remember <laughs> me? Yeah, I, I remember you. And, like, that's how the whole first episode went with Liz, and I found that to be hysterical. Well, she's telling everybody, oh, yeah, like, we had, you know, yeah, I I hooked up with him. Yeah, we we know each other. And, like, he's like, I don't know this chick. Like, (laughs) And and didn't they keep playing, like, B-roll from the wedding that they were both at together? Which looked like a freaking TV set. Like, it looked so How'd they get that? Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah, it was. That whole thing looked so fake. But she told, yeah, she told that one girl, and that's kind of what like unbottled it. Because then she goes and does this; they do this group date. She goes yeah. out there and gets real personal with it. And then he has he has the conversation with the girl that he told. What's her name? Alexis, Alex. I don't know. We'll get to know her. <laughs> um, and then that's kind of what opened it up. And then he's like, "Oh, let's talk. Oh, I'm gonna. You're, you're going home. You're going to the elevator. Yeah. You're gonna go. Very weird. Yeah. Very weird. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, she might have been motivated for TV, wouldn't you? I mean, pretty sure if that I mean, happened to you, would you would you do it just to get on TV? I'm pretty sure a lot of the people are there to get on TV. to get on TV. They're all trying to be the Bachelorette. That's yeah. how I look at these things. They're all trying to be the Bachelorette, and the same thing. And the guys on the Bachelorette are trying to be the Bachelor. That's what they're all trying to do. That's fair. That's fair. All right, so we'll we'll have uh, more recaps to come, more in depth. Chris, I look forward to the uh, female fiance Katie perspective. We'll do that from now on, and then uh, hopefully we can windle down from some of these girls. Like I said, I think it's 22 or 21 that we're left with. Once we get to know them a little bit more and we're set on a, a good number, we'll have a draft. And we'll draft, and then we'll, uh, we'll fight for our girls. We'll do I'm it. Ready. It might be uncomfortable for you two, but it's going to happen. That's what's right. Because <laughs> we gotta roll that. we got to roll that intro music every single episode now. So I hope this – I look. I, I, you, you got me in, boys. <laughs> you hooked me in. Like I got like I forgot how much TV I watched during this time of the year. Like uh, Always Sunny's back on, 
um, Man Seeking Woman's on, that uh, Zach Galifianakis show. Uh, what's that clown show? What's that clown show called on FX? I, I don't know. I know that what you're talking about. I don't know on. the name of it. That shows, I mean, Celebrity Apprentice. I forgot I used to watch that, so a lot of TV to cover. If you so. need another show to watch, The Rap Game just started on Lifetime. It's gosh, I, I don't. It's hosted I don't by Jermaine Dupri, it. and he is trying to find the next little bow wow, basically. And they're all ki- they're all rappers oh, under sixteen. Yeah. No. Show's amazing. I got hooked last season. Just letting you well, know. Yeah, we watched last season. Fire. Yeah, just letting you know, it's amazing. It's frosty. Time. It just Baskets started last night. Show. I haven't Baskets. watched the se- I haven't watched the season premiere yet, but it just started last night. Lifetime, check it out on demand. Also, uh, Kate Olsen, who's in Always Sunny, is in The Mick, which is on Fox, a brand new series. That's been pretty funny, too. So I've been watching that, too. But Baskets is that Zach Galifianakis show. Solid. Um, so, all right, let's, uh, let's move along here as quickly as we can to try to get, so we don't have too many leftovers. Uh, yeah, Donald Trump had a press conference, and like Chris said, yes. Um, Did you guys see and this? And it got a little, uh, got a little awkward. Uh, to yeah, say Jim Acosta basically became a, a household name, just like <laughs> Megyn Kelly, uh, but just yeah. for different reasons. Yeah, yeah, from uh, CNN, kind of calling it, calling them fake news and refusing to take his questions. Guys, this was the first press conference. <laughs> what is going on? This his press What's conferences could just be the TV show that we recap every week. Like, to be honest. As bad as that was, like, that was the most entertaining thing I've ever watched in my life. Like, it, re- it was like, is he really going to do this? I was like, is he actually going to do this after January 20th? Like, whenever he's, the, when he's actually president? Or was this just his, like, was this just, like, his last moment of, like, I have to get all of my, like, asshole out before I become president? Because that was No, I think this amazing. is Amazing. Like that was, it was so, it was just, it, it was so crazy to watch someone literally do at a press conference. What like, you don't even see coaches do that. Like Bill Belichick doesn't do that. He just doesn't really answer questions. Like seeing someone point, no, you're fake news. I'm not answering. No, you're fake news. Shut up. You're fake news. Like, I'm like what is going on right now? Well, when, is, when he's president, all he's got to do is look over to security and be like, uh, uh, let me make this guy leave the room. It was like, like there's. That was yeah. It was very awkward. It's like a lot of people wouldn't even argue with their boss like that. Like the the what's his name, Chris Jim Jim from CNN. Jim Acosta. Very awkward to be kind of going at the president elect like that, and very awkward for him to reciprocate it the way that he did. Hopefully, it doesn't get to that point uh, ever again. But uh, there's pure entertainment on the way. I think we're gonna see. uh, I think we're gonna see more of that. I don't know. And I think people misinterpret like because I'll just say in in conversations with people because like i don't like talking about politics for the most part but like i'll tell people like i mean it was entertaining and like i think people i think people often misinterpret entertainment to be like oh you liked it but like everything is entertainment there's bad entertainment and there's good entertainment but like things can be entertaining and be one or the other um I wasn't happy seeing our president shout stuff and get into like a like a argument like that, but it was definitely entertaining. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, I don't know man. It's gonna be 
It's going to be wild. It's going to be wild. His inauguration not that long uh, from now, and they're saying like they expect half the numbers that Obama had, which yeah. makes quite a bit of sense. Yeah. Um, I mean, unless there's like, I could see like even more people showing up to protest it. People are not happy. Yeah. yeah. It'll be wild. It'll be wild. <laughs> but yeah, buckle up, baby, because mm. I think we're going to have more of that to come. He may not get a shoe thrown at him, but uh, who knows? Yeah, uh, that's that's uh, that belongs to George W. <laughs> um, <laughs> But uh, more of that to come. All right, let's try to squeeze in uh, another one or two here before we wrap up with some uh, music and some quick bites, as we always do. Uh, the San Diego Chargers have officially oh, moved to Los Angeles, joining the Rams there. Uh, Los Angeles now has way too many collegiate and professional sports teams to cover. Didi, get us the the home take there. What's it like in LA? Are the people welcoming the Chargers? They're going to play in a thirty thousand seat soccer stadium yeah. for two years. Like you can't small- even you can't even join the ACC if your stadium is that small. <laughs> <laughs> how is that? How do they let that happen in the NFL? Dude, I'm gonna. They figured it'll look full. Dude, you know what's funny about that whole thing is I thought, and I swear I had read this, and it probably did. It just probably wasn't, you know, just wasn't true. Was like. I thought that they weren't going to move from San Diego to L.A. until the new stadium was built. Because they're building this big freaking Star Trek Enterprise spaceship stadium in Inglewood that's worth like $3 billion. 2019, right? Yeah, 2019. Are both teams going to share that? Yes. Yeah. yeah they're okay. both going to share this humongous spaceship. Like if you Google this stadium, it literally looks like a spaceship. Like it's going to be insanely nice in the middle, like right next to the form in Inglewood. And uh, but, dude, ev- nobody wants this. Nobody cares about this. Nobody's going to drive to Carson, California for a game like it's not Los Angeles. OK, like the thing about Los Angeles, most you don't really need to leave your your borough or area of like Los Angeles. And you really don't even want to do that unless there's actually something great going on. I'm not going to drive 30 miles to Carson. Like, I'm not going to do that. That's like an hour driving to go see the San Diego Chargers unless the Chargers are good. Like, nobody wants this team. Like, even um, one of the columnists in the L.A. Times, like, wrote a column with the title, L.A. Chargers, we don't want you. Wow. <laughs> because no one does. Like, it's it's ridiculous. Like, the Rams are already here. People were excited about the Rams because the Rams, you know, there are a lot of old Rams fans, right? The Chargers have been in San Diego, which isn't far from Los Angeles, for a very long time. You know, they've been there years. for a long time, and no one's cho- like no one's decided to support the Chargers. Then, what makes you think people are going to like support the Chargers now? Like, no one cares mm-hmm. about the Chargers. The cool thing about them playing in that thirty thousand seat stadium, though, is that if the Chargers are good, it's probably going to be like the best atmosphere you've ever seen in a pro football game. That's the interesting part. Like, think about this, okay? And I was explaining this to somebody on Twitter. Like, all right, take uh, a rocking, like, Heinz Field crowd for the Steelers, right? And throw them in and throw all that in Consol Energy Center. It's not going to be loud. Throw all that in Consol Energy Center. And it's like. It won't be loud. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy if they're good. But I'm talking about, like, they got to be, like, 12 and 4 good. Or, like, 13 and 3 good. It's not going to happen, though. That's the thing. It's not happening. It's not going to happen. Like, yeah. Even though they got Philip Rivers, uh, that's a tough division for them to yeah. be in. Yeah, it's very, very interesting. And I think, I mean, because they, they can't share, they can't share the Coliseum 
with the Rams, I think, because of scheduling thing, because this happened way too late. Like, there's no way they could have scheduled both teams to be able to share it next year. There's not enough room for everybody. And if they have to go somewhere, they have to go somewhere for two years. Um, with the next season, they're already scheduling next season, so they couldn't have made that work. So, yeah, that'll be it's weird. That'll be different. But nobody wants that'll be that different. I'm sh- they could have fit all their fans that go that uh, that go to the games in that stadium. Yeah. So. I'll have no problem there, but <clears throat> well, the the one thing I think of is like with that small stadium is that if they are good, the ticket prices are going to be insane it's, because tickets yeah. will be at a premium. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be an exclusive nightclub. Like that's really what it's going to be like. like. If the Chargers happen to be good, like it's going to be in a very, I think it could be an amazing atmosphere. Like I think I really think it could be just because it's going to be thirty thousand people and everyone's going to be trying to get in there. And tickets are going to be crazy expensive. And, you know, when you're just going to be people sitting on top of people at a freaking football, at a pro football game, which is something that doesn't happen. It could, you know, it, it could end up being something like that. But when it comes to Los Angeles, we don't need another team. Like, I don't think there needs to be another team here. Like, it's bad enough for the Clippers, like, because the Clippers have the Lakers. And there's a lot of diehard Clippers fans and stuff like that. But, like, it's, it's a Laker town. You know, it's weird, and it's like you've got the mm-hmm. Dodgers, you have the Angels, you have the Kings, you have the, you have the Ducks, you've got all these teams out here. They're about to put a second soccer team out here. Like, there's it, 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 just too much, man. There's just too much. Like, and there's too much to do here for there to be this many teams. Like, that's my issue. Like, I yeah, there's too much to do out here. Like, I don't have to watch. Like, I don't have to go to a Rams game if the Rams are bad. Like, in other markets go to Kansas city, like go to green Bay and those places like, all right, what else are you going to do in the winter, in the fall? You're going to go to a football game, regardless if they're good. Yeah. Kansas city and green Bay have been good, but it's like, even if they weren't good, it's still going to be that way. They're still going Mm -hmm. to get most of their stadium packed every week because it's like in the fall and the winter, what do you do? You go watch football fall and the winter here. I don't have to go watch football unless like it's worth my time. You right. know? Yeah, yeah. It's it's a lot of oversaturation in that market with more than enough yeah. things to do, and uh, weather good pretty much all year round except for the the the, the rain that you guys have been getting oh, there lately. I've been hearing dude, about that it's been rain. But uh, LA's like how about the uh, how about the the working logo that the Chargers oh released? It's not going to be the new logo, but it's the working logo that's already changed. I don't know if you noticed. It's they already changed the colors. Yeah, because it was the dark blue and the white. Uh, it was the Dodgers bold. logo. It was the Dodgers with logo the, with a lightning, lightning bolt at the end of it. And it was the Tampa Bay Lightning and the LA Dodgers had a, chill, had a child. And it was that logo. Um, Did you see any of the tweets, and, though? The tweets have been fun. Oh, man. yeah. Every, like, every sports team has been ripping them so hard. I find this to be so funny. Like, they have. It's hilarious. Oh, man. So they've already they've changed the colors to Chargers colors. And, again, they say that's not a, it's just a, a working temporary logo. Even if that wasn't the plan. It wasn't the plan. It sure is now. It wasn't the plan. They <laughs> thought, like, somebody made that design, and they were like, this is it. We got it. We got it. Yeah. And they forgot the internet Again, will roast you in two seconds. And that's, that's one of the things where I don't know how you don't run that by enough people where somebody goes, you know, I don't think that's a good idea. No, like, I don't think that's a good idea. I don't know They how thought that, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> so... Interesting. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's uh, – we got to wrap up here with a couple of things. Um, we got to get to music. But something that – a quick story we can lead into with with <clears> music <throat> is that uh, even though everybody thought Drake had the best-selling sell, CD of 2016, 
He, in fact, did not. That went to one <laughs> Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart, who put out a 225-disc box set called Mozart 225, the complete edition, has sold last year 1.25 million CDs, and it only came out at the end of October, uh, marking the 225th anniversary of his death. Uh, now, it, it's, it's worth noting that not, of course, 1.25 million people ran out and got that huge uh, disc set. Uh, based on some math, it was more like 5,000, 5, 6,000 people bought the box set and, of course, do the math with all the CDs. So Adele, Drake, sorry, not sorry. Mozart still breaking records so congrats to mozart and didi you had some motivation yes. there that means yeah go ahead didi give them the idea this is or maybe we shouldn't maybe we should not tell yeah, anybody i feel like we shouldn't TM. tell anyone but we're not going to tm i think that we should put out an album we should put out an album with a million cds one person buys it we go platinum we have a platinum plaque on the wall we sell it at costs at basically the production cost it takes to, to get a million cds we sell one that's a platinum album. And we would buy that album. It yeah. We just don't tell anybody. Yeah. We'd have to get like our parents to buy it or something, but we'd give them the money, yeah. of course. It'd be fine. It'd be fine. It'd be fine. We've got loyal listeners. Maybe they would too. <laughs> so that's our idea for 2017. We're coming after you, Mozart. Boom, coming after you. <laughs> coming after you. <laughs> um, but that leads into what we're listening to music this week, this month, and for the new year, 2017. Uh, Daniel Dudley, why don't you kick us off of what you are listening to this week? All right, man. Here is what I am listening to. Let me pull up these brunch notes because there's a lot, guys. It's been because it's been so long since we talked music on here. But I know I've got a few. Uh, I, I I trimmed it down. So here we go. Um, Colony House. I don't know if you guys know about this band, Colony House, but yes. I had never heard of them until two nights ago. I was leaving Chipotle and Alt Nation was on song you and i came on and i was you like I. what is this song who is this I hit the info button on my screen i was like yo i need this and apparently they just put out an album yesterday and the album's like really good but you and i is the standout and it's amazingly good indie band i love their sound colony house it's just really good stuff um and I, they've never had any song that sounded that good really? before i've heard some of their older music it wasn't like it didn't catch it like I, I knew colony house but it wasn't like oh yeah have you heard this from colony house i was like yeah i've heard of colony house i've heard some of their music you and i great yeah, song it's though. good catch. it's an amazing song um big sean getting ready to put out his uh new album in a few weeks i believe i think it's like february 3rd Dude, song. his album i decided comes on it comes out and the song moves is fire dude moves is my jam and i love the sound that big sean's going for on this record and i just i'm just such a big a huge big sean fan and i feel like big sean should be like selling out stadiums right now that's how much i love big sean but um but he's got a song called moves maybe he can co-tour with the chargers what'd you say maybe he can co-tour with the chargers <laughs> it'll be the best atmosphere ever <laughs> Oh God! Well, we'll they're gonna need to do something everywhere, dude. They're gonna need to do something. Like it's gonna be a circus if they don't, because they're not gonna sell out their dude. The game that they don't put thirty thousand people in the stands—that's the one. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. The Chargers mm-hmm. won like what five or six games this year. Like it's coming. They lost to the Browns. Oh, that's right. Shout out to them. There'll for still be ten thousand Steeler fans there when the Steelers play in that. That's season. true. Yeah. I mean, of course there will be. I mean, 
you're here. Like, of course, there's thousands of, but the, you know, I feel like there's probably, there might be better places to watch a game, to be honest. Like there might be, I'm just not, not joking with you. Might be better places to watch a game, like at the beach, at a bar or something. Um, SZA, she is a rapper slash singer and she has this, she has her album coming out very soon, but she put out her lead single. It's called Drew Barrymore and it's super good. Don't know why it's called Drew Barrymore. But regardless, <laughs> song's awesome. And she performed it on Jimmy Kimmel. So if you are about the late night performances, like I know all three of us are, uh, check that out. And um, yeah, check that out because it should be up there. Like it, if you go to JimmyKimmel.com, you should see it because it, it just happened like a couple nights ago. And uh, Drew Barrymore by SZA is really good. And then if you are not on the bad and bougie train from Amigos, <laughs> get oh, on geez. it right now. Raindrop, drop top. Just letting you know, just get on it right now. That's all I have to say, because the fact that we haven't had a bad and bougie reference on this show, it needed to happen. So that's what I got this week. Colony House, Big Sean, Migos, and SZA. And the playlist will be up this week. I've been super busy, but it's coming. We got the play. The playlist is making a big comeback this week. It better be. Big comeback. <laughs> I'm going to say that right now. <laughs> it it's coming be. back. All right. We look forward to that. Good stuff from you, as always. Uh... I'll kick off next. Um, the big surprise music that we all heard this week, Ed Sheeran, Eddie's back uh, with two fire singles, Shape of You, Frosty, Castle on the Hill. Oh, Frosty. Fro- oh, yeah, Frosty, my bad. Frosty in 2017. Thank you. We made that declaration, yes. Not fire, frosty. but frosty. They're all very, very frosty. Uh, so much so that Shape of You broke Spotify's top single Top song in a single week record, uh, formerly held by Drake's One Dance. So shouts to you, Ed, for breaking that record. His album Divide out March 3rd. I love these songs. It's great. It's a little bit different, but also just classic Ed Sheeran. Really, really looking forward to to new music from Ed. So that was a nice surprise that we got. And I'm sure a lot of people, clearly, based on the record, have heard those songs as well. Shape of You is the record. That's the better one. I agree. Yeah, they're they're different. They're they're, they're different from each other. Yeah. Shape of You is the one. Um, another nice surprise that I got. Meh, my girl Meh, is back this time, featured with a uh, a British duo called Snake Hips, and not Snake Ships, like I thought it was. It's Snake Hips, um, on a song called Don't Leave. Uh, Snake Hips has actually collaborated with uh, Anderson Pock and Chance the Rapper before but uh it's an, like an r&b hip-hop beat with killer vocals from a couple explicit lyrics in there so i uh not so safe for work out loud but uh <laughs> awesome awesome song she just she absolutely kills it they it really shows off her vocal range in this song because of uh kind of the nature of the the hip-hop and r&b flow with it so don't leave from snakes sh- snake hips and meh. i'm gonna do that every time <laughs> um Didi, you mentioned big sean yes and he also f- finally released the final release of uh, Living Single. We've heard it a little bit before. It leaked last year, a couple different versions. This one is the final version, has some, a couple different touches on it, a little bit of a different hook. Um, I love it. I love it, not only because it speaks a little true to me, but uh, I really like this version of it. I think it, it really uh, touched it up nicely. So Living Single uh, from him. Chainsmokers keep doing it again, uh, just releasing single by single 
as they feel free Ooh. to go. Boo. Boo. You don't like you're, I'm talking nah, Paris. You don't like Paris. It's garbage. <laughs> it's because it's, it's, it's down tempo. It's a hipper song. Every chain smoker song doesn't need to be an EDM banger. Didn't say it needed to be. It's just not good. <laughs> it's it's good. It's it's something you can chill and listen to. There's some like minor female vocals on it, but there's no real other featured artists. So shouts to whoever that is. <laughs> um, but I like it. It's a little bit different tone from them. Uh, I got two more to finish you off. Two more that you won't haven't heard of before. Uh, Julia Michaels in the song called issues now you've probably never heard of her but you've heard of some of her work uh she along with uh justin trainer co-wrote uh bieber's sorry uh close from nick jonas good for you from selena gomez uh hand and hands to myself from selena gomez uh slumber party from britney spears that one i'm not as excited about <laughs> uh, used to love you from gwen stefani and love myself love myself from Haley steinfeld so she co-wrote all those this is her debut single. Uh, her debut album is going to be released later this year. The song's called uh, Issues. It features strings and kind of elec- uh, electronic-treated uh, backing vocals, I guess. But she's got a really, really incredible voice. I like the tone of her voice. So check out uh, Julia Michaels with Issues. And the last one, not least, an electro-pop duo uh, from the United States, Powers, and their song Dance. Uh, was released this past week. They kind of remind me of Cobra Starship. It's a male and female duo, and they kind of have that you know electro pop dance or electro pop rock sound to them because they're actually playing instruments. They do play uh, guitars and things like that, um, but it's got that uh, poppy electric sound to it. I think it's really really cool. So that's uh, one group to watch this year. In fact, Didi, they're in L.A. on February 18th. So Ooh. if you want to be down for a good time, check out Powers on february 18th so uh, that's what i got for you in music this week the two new ones from ed sheeran uh snake hips featuring me don't leave big sean with the final release of living single chain smokers with paris julia michaels with issues keep your eye on that girl i am telling you and powers with dance chris gates why don't you tango with the dance okay dan cannot i will um <laughs> When is the last time we did a what, what we're listening to? Dude, you haven't been... We haven't had a regular brunch breakdown with the three of us since, what, December? Before Christmas Eve. So, like, December 10th? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Somewhere, it's been a long time. You're right. We have, Yeah, and that's... It's been yeah. a long, long time. So, I mean, there are some al- albums I've been listening to since we... Since I was last on one of these, and I won't go too much into them just because they're probably now considered... Older news, but DD passed along that Joyce Manor album, Cody, and that's oh. really good. Really good. It's so it's um, it's too short though. I want yes. more. It's like twenty five minutes, you know. Like mm-hmm. I want more, but it's a really good album. Um, for your eyes only, the J Cole album I've been listening to. Um, I've also gone back in time a little bit and been listening to some Slick Shoes and their album, Wake Up Screaming. Um, but like, that's all a little bit, you know, in the past now, uh, what recently I've been listening to is I was kind of directed in the direction, pointed in the direction, uh, of a band called Chowsend. And I can't make fun of Dan's band names this week because Chowsend's <laughs> a weird one. Really? Um, Thank you. You took the words out of my mouth. C H O U S A N D like 
thousand, but with a with a with a C. So that's as weird as they come. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But they're like this uh, party punk band. They kind of remind me of Lit, like from like way back in Ooh, the day. Wow. And they have an album called. My enemy. They have an album or not album. Their EP that's out is called Ten Years Too Late, which I think is ironic <laughs> for like a pop punk band that's playing party yeah. punk. Mm-hmm. Like it kind of yeah, is Ten sense. Years Too Late, but I still love it. And uh, they have a song out. Uh, it's a five-song EP, but the um, the the track off it, uh, that's, I guess, their single or whatever you want to call it. They recorded a music video for it. It's called Wizard Wig, and it's just, like, it's it's everything I think you'd want a, like, a party punk rock song to be. Like, when I heard it for the first time, I pictured it in, like, one of those movies from back in the day where it's, like, a high school movie and there is like a house party going on and there's a song playing in the background. And like, that's the song or that's what this song made me think of. And the music video is really funny for it. So if you get a chance to look it up on YouTube, it's like, that's what it is. It's like a continuous house party where they're like playing the song and the camera turns and then they're in another scene like seamlessly. And there's another angle of the party going on. So it's a really, it's a really good song. And the EP, uh, is good. I've given it a few listens and uh, am still enjoying it. So that, and then uh, additionally, I've been listening to With the Punches a lot lately. They're a band that disbanded and then got back together and then disbanded and got back together. And now they're kind of at a point where they're they're kind of like the starting line uh, is now where they, I guess they're still recording music. They're still putting music together, but they're not touring like they used to. They'll play one or two, maybe a few shows a year, but they're not they're not out there trying to like make it big anymore. Uh, but they're still putting music together, and I've been listening uh, to their EP. It's not the end of the world, and they have a song on there called Hulk Hands. Uh, that like, if you want to get really pumped up or really excited uh, for something, like if you're going into the gym or if like I don't know anything you're trying to get amped up for, uh, Hulk Hands is just an incredible song and it like it also speaks to like like where you are now and and where you were then and like when you were younger where you thought you'd be and the lessons you learned along the way so it's a pretty good song but um those are the two i wanted to call out for the playlist i, I don't know maybe i'll throw in you should throw those song. in because you should throw in the other things because like you were talking about was like we really didn't talk about the j cole album at all because i yeah. feel like the j cole album came out and then we recorded and so, like, I know I haven't talked about the J. Cole okay, album, really. Well, I don't let's think. talk about it real quick, then, because, like, the, the concept of for, for Your Eyes Only is interesting, because it's, like, like the majority of the album is, is, like, him speaking to his child. Yeah. And it's, like, an album that he wrote for his kid, like, in case he dies, like, yeah. and gets, or gets, like, murdered like his friends, which is, like, crazy. And in some of the songs on that album, like... I, I'm listening to it thinking, like, does he is he expecting something bad to happen to him? Because he keeps rapping about, like, his friends that, that got shot or his friends that got killed. And, like, you know, in case something happens to me, it's like it kind of is like an ominous tone. But um, it's a cool concept for, for that album. And uh, I think for this playlist, I'll throw Deja Vu uh, mm. on, on the playlist because that song – kind of hits pretty hard but like i don't know man j cole's different than so many other rappers and and i love i think the the reaction to this this latest release for him has been kind of mixed but 
I really like it a lot. Yeah, I like it too because it's very introspective. Like you have to listen to it. The thing is, I like albums that you have to listen to a couple times to get it. Or maybe you yeah. listen to it one week and then you listen to it another week mm-hmm. and then you get it or something. I love albums like that. Like, and this one challenges you to do that because if you listen to the album and you think you're getting, you know, you're, you're getting like a, a get off my dick off like the last album, or if you're, you know, you're gonna get <laughs> role models off the last album, like you're not getting that here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're gonna get these songs that actually make you listen to them. And like neighbors is like my I love neighbors. I love folding clothes. Yeah. Like I, yeah. Deja Vu is in the. It's, I mean that song's amazing. And but no, I love that the J Cole record is incredible. I think it's super yeah. good. Well, good so, stuff. That's throw good. that on there too. Yeah, yeah. That's gonna be a hell of a playlist, boys. Yeah, yeah man. a hell of a playlist. So uh, look out for that. We'll tweet that out whenever it's ready, as promised. <laughs> It'll be I ready. Suppose. Uh, so good stuff from everybody there. Uh, to wrap things up, we'll do some very, very quick, quick bites. Uh, shouts out to Clemson, the national champions. If college football won the playoff, taken down the big guns, Alabama. Biggest thing coming out of this game, besides how great of a finish was, <laughs> is that most of the East Coast didn't get to watch it because it was a four-and-a-half-hour game. I went um, to bed. I went to bed after the third quarter. <sighs> you went to bed after the third quarter. Wow. So Chris didn't you. stay up. It was, already like, it was already like 11.45 at that point. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Like, because what time did the game end? One? Between 12.30 and 1. Yeah, I think it was, tw- it was, it was around 12.30 because I uh, somehow stayed up for some Because I find myself looking at games like that now because, like, I know it's early where I'm at. So it's like and, – and I but the thing is it's, like, late. Where, and then it ends up being late. So it's like it gets to a certain time where I'm watching a game, and it's, like, 8 p.m., and we're at, like, halftime. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. It's 11 o'clock. What the? How are? And then, you know, then I'll just start, then I'll start seeing tweets and I'll start tweeting about it. I'm like, man, that sucks. Like, it's terrible. Yeah. Like, I don't know why. I understand why they do things they, that they do. But, like, this game doesn't need to be on a Monday. You know what I mean? It doesn't need to be on a Monday. Like, you and the NFL can figure something out and put this game on a Saturday, put this game on a Sunday, put this game on some other day than a freaking Monday. Like, it just doesn't need yeah. to be. I get why they do it. They want to be the only game in town. They want to be able to have their pregame show that lasts 10 hours. Like, I get it. But, like, it just, to me, it just doesn't need to be this way. And ratings were down. Ratings were down this year. Not not just because of that, like, not because of that fourth hour, but overall the ratings were down. They actually are looking into different ways to uh, shorten games, uh, figure out different ways to do it. Somebody suggested 12-minute 12 12 quarters. I don't think it's going to get that far, but looking at different ways to speed up, you know, not stopping the clock on every first down, but only doing it in the last two or five minutes of each half, something like that, a way Replay. to speed up games because they're going along long anyways. All right. Uh, last quick bite, our buddy, Peasy, <laughs> Joey Porter, get into some trouble again. <sighs> Can't keep this guy, you know, just... He's got to let, let Peasy be Peasy Amazing. being loose, and he's been reinstated now. So tra- charges are dropped, but it's still pretty controversial, at least in the city of Pittsburgh. But uh, Joey Porter going out partying a night after a wild card victory. Nothing says you're old and washed like getting arrested on the south side in your 40. Like, on a Sunday. It's Peasy, though. On a Sunday. On a Sunday. <laughs> he can't go out of the other week. That's the one night they get. Dude. I, I don't care about that. I'm not worried about him going out. Like, this is not about him going out. Like, if you want to go out and party, go out and party. That's not yeah. the problem. The problem is getting arrested at 40 <laughs> at 
at being at the, after being at the bar. That's the problem. He can go party every night if he wants. I don't give a shit what Joey Porter does or what anybody does in their 40s or anybody does at any age, right? But no, you don't go out and get arrested and cause a scene and fight a cop and have like terrorism charges. Like, like that was stupid when your friend did it at 22 at the Thank bar you. in college. So yeah. like it's way more stupid now. But yeah. like you and the rest of your friends, when you went out then, when you go out now, if you go out and have a great time, that's great. That's awesome. That's what you yeah. want to do. Just don't end up in the back of a cop car. Yeah. 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 It should simple. be simple. What a mess. Because that's the thing that's mess. been frustrating is, like, reading these, like, hot takes and stuff on Twitter or, like, you know, pieces people have written and stuff about, like, you, why can't they just go home? Why can't? I'm like, yeah, because they don't feel like it. Like, uh, who you cares? can go home. Like, yeah. I'm not worried about anybody going home. I'm just like, what? Like, I would have fired Joey. I would have dropped, fired Joey Porter for the simple fact that, like, you are an idiot. Like, <laughs> I don't know what you did. I don't care what the story is. You're 40 years old. You don't get arrested at the bar. You just don't. It's just not. You just don't. It's Mike do Tellen's it. buddy. It's his buddy. <laughs> it's his buddy. What a mess. Oh, what peasy. a mess. All right, boys. That puts another bow on this episode of the Brunch Breakdown. Brunch 25 made it to the quarter century mark. Uh, again, not that far away from one-year anniversary, sometime in February. So we look forward to celebrating that. But uh, like, yeah, like you mentioned, Chris, there a lot of uh, items still on the menu we didn't get to. I'm sure another leftovers episode is in the in the near future for us to to recap. But uh, we're basically recapping four weeks worth of uh, quality quality stuff. So still a lot of stuff we want to get to uh, in the future. So stay tuned for that. Um, but as always, Chris, as always. But before we do, before we shut her down today. Drop that knowledge one more time. Yes, I will, Dan. Subscribe to the podcast uh, on iTunes or SoundCloud by searching for The Brunch Breakdown and hitting subscribe. Uh, You can also follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Brunch Breakdown. Uh, Didi is on Twitter at Didi is Bored. Dan is on Twitter at SteelCityDan22. And I am on Twitter at Chris underscore Gates. Don't forget, brunch is for winners. (laughs) Yep. And of course. Yep. Next time, there'll be a reservation for three, and we will see Yins at the table.